And welcome back to Sports Track with Evan and Jack. I'm Jack Inversky. And I'm Evan Swarski. And today we're doing our first daily podcast of the summer. Uh, and like we used to start it two years ago, uh, we'll start with the MLB scores. All right. Um, first up is um, Tampa Bay uh, beat Minnesota 7-0. Next up, Detroit um, lost to Philadelphia 1-0. Um, next, Miami beat Kansas City 6-1. to Arizona beat Washington 10 to 5. Oakland beat Pittsburgh 11 to 2. Chicago White Sox beat uh, the Yankees 3 to 2. Um the Indians or Guardians, they lost to the the uh, Red Sox last night. Uh, they lost 4 to 5 and um Next up, the Houston Astros and the they played the Blue Jays, and they they uh, Blue Jays won five to one. Next, Rangers and Cardinals. Rangers won six to four. Then Mariners and Padres faced off, and the uh, Mariners won four to one. Giants beat the Rockies ten to four. Phillies beat the Tigers one to zero, and that's it. And next up, we're gonna do uh, them will be standings once a week this time, and I'm just gonna say the top five in. Uh, I'm gonna do the top uh, the top four the number the leader in each division, which for the Central American League is Minnesota with thirty one and thirty record. In the east, it is Tampa Bay, 44 and 19. West is Texas, Texas Rangers, 40 uh, wins and uh, 20 losses. And in the National League, Atlanta is leading the east with a 36 and 24 record. And in the central, Milwaukee is leading um, with a 33 and 28 record. And in the west, Arizona Diamondbacks are uh, leading the division with a 36 and 25 record. All right. Uh, now moving on uh, to some news that came out. I think it was over the weekend. Uh, that's uh, Shannon Sharp would not be coming back uh, to undisputed. Uh, so they've been looking at s- some people that they sh- think should replace Shannon Sharp. Uh, and we're just going to say who we think uh, should replace him. Um. So a uh, a big name right now, one of the top contenders is Frank Gore, but I don't know um how much what he's like. Um, I don't know how much of his personality, but I don't feel like he'd have the same energy as um Shannon Sharp. Um, it wouldn't be. It obviously is not going to be the same. Um. Uh, they're uh Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp both have like um. Uh, a lot of energy and um but i i don't really um know if there's gonna be someone that's gonna be as good um to replace uh and sharp but um i don't 
you you got um uh, a top contender in your mind? Uh, I think a lot of people have been thinking that it'll be LaShawn McCoy. He's been uh, the hot name lately. but So I think it probably will end up being him. Uh, but someone I think that'd be good for the job uh, is RG3. Uh, I think he he does bring some energy uh, that we've seen like in college football pregame. Uh, so, and I think that he'd be a solid replacement. All right. Um, next, uh, we'll go to some more news that's coming out. I think later today, um, who will be on the Madden cover? Uh, and there's a lot of names that people are throwing out. Uh, I think the big one, though, uh, is Josh Allen. A lot of people, but who I think, I think it'll be Joe Burrow. Uh, I think Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are two of the best quarterbacks in the league. So they're two uh, great quarterbacks uh, and great players to have on the cover. But also, I think Joe Burrow, I think he's been to the AFC Championship and he's played in the Super Bowl. So I think he's got a lot more fame than Josh Allen does. And that's why I think maybe that can help them get more sales uh, that Joe Burrow is on the cover. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'd say he's slightly more uh, popular than Josh Allen. And um, like you said, especially going to the Super Bowl uh, two years ago and uh, AFC Championship. Because um, uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes is the pretty much the face of the NFL. Um, but I don't think they're going to give it to him uh, two times in three years. Um yeah, but I think either Joe Burrow or Josh Allen definitely are the top two in my mind. Um, yeah, but like you said, Joe, Joe Burrow um, might uh, get better, get them better sales than um, Josh Allen. But I think the uh, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are, are pretty close. Um, and pretty close uh, at the the same uh, popularity level, but. I I might have to get the edge to Joe Burrow, and I think he might. I think he's going to be the cover. All right, now moving on tonight, uh, game three of the NBA Finals. Uh, game two, the Heat tied it up, uh, one to one. Uh, so tonight's game three at eight thirty p.m. on ABC, uh, and we'll just make uh, our game three predictions. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I think uh, Miami takes a two one lead. I think they win. 117-106. As I mentioned in our finals podcast, um, I think Miami wins the series. I said Denver would win game one, and then I think Miami will go up 3-1. Denver will get game five, and then I think Heat win in six. So I think he win tonight, 117-106. Um, I'm going to – I'm picking uh, Denver to win, 110-105. Um, I think – it's going to be a close game up until um, uh, the third quarter. I think it's going to be close at halftime. But then the third quarter, uh, Denver will uh, get up by uh, 20. But, you know, uh, Miami does uh, always uh, score more than their opponents do in the fourth. But I think it'll be too little too late, and uh, Denver will get the win, 110-105. All right, uh, next up for MLB. We have Jacob DeGrom uh, is getting Tommy John's surgery on his right elbow, and he will be done for the year. 
Oh uh, yeah, this is a big blow to the Rangers who are like we said earlier, they're in first place uh in the AL West. They uh they do have some good in- hitting, but uh Jacob deGrom, he came in and he like we all expected is their ace. Uh he every game that Jacob deGrom has started, he's won. So uh, yeah, I think he's like 6 or no or 7 and 0. Uh so yeah, this will be a big blow for the Rangers. Especially when they're in the division with the defending champions. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll definitely be a challenge. They're 20 games above 500. Um, really good team right now. And uh, definitely, this will be, be definitely hurt them. Um, but I think uh, they'll still be able to make the playoffs. But unless they have a really big uh, drop-off. They should be fine, but been a thing with Jacob Degrom. He's always getting injured, um, but he's a great pitcher when he's healthy. All right, next up, Aaron Judge and Nestor Cortez are on the IL. Aaron Judge on the IL for his uh, right toe, and Nestor Cortez on on the IL for his shoulder, and he'll be out for at least. Uh, he won't pitch for at least ten days. Yeah, this is another big blow. Uh, the Yankees. Starting off a little slower. They're in third place right now. Um, in the race, they started off hot. So it's going to be – it was hard enough for the Yankees to catch them. Uh, and now it's going to be even harder losing Aaron Judge and Nestor, Nestor Cortez. Yeah, one of their best pitchers uh, gone for at least uh, 10 days. And their best – probably the best player on their team um, also out for some games and some time. Definitely, uh, definitely hurts them. All right, now, um, we're starting one of our new, uh, things that we'll do every day. Uh, it's called NBA drafts. So basically, uh, what we're gonna do, it could be all time drafts, like all time players. It could be current players. Uh, but basically, what this is, um, uh, we're drafting starting lineups. So like. Uh, unless the criteria is like only centers or only point guards or something like that, you have to draft. Uh, like to play your point guard, you have to draft a point guard. Play your shooting guard, you have to draft your shooting a shooting guard. Uh, so yeah, that's basically it. Uh, today, um, we're just starting it off basic. Uh, every you can draft. It's every current NBA player. Uh, and before every podcast, um. We'll decide who gets the first pick randomly. Uh, and Evan won this time, so he gets the first pick. And we're just going to go back and forth. All right, with uh, the first pick, I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, power forward, average 31.8, 12 rebounds, and um, just uh, a lot of people say he's the best player in the world. And um, I think it's a, a good pick at number one. Yeah, that's who I would have picked if you didn't go with him. Uh Number two, it's really between three guys. You have the MVP of the league, Luka, who is going to be a future MVP, and Jokic, uh, last year's MVP. But I think I'm going to go with Jokic. He led his team to the finals, a team that really isn't great. I mean, Jamal Murray's playing really well in the playoffs, but besides that, he doesn't have much. And he's and he's averaging a triple double, twenty four point seven points a game, twenty four point seven points a game 11.5 rebounds and 10.1 assists uh so yeah i think i gotta take Jokic. um i'm gonna go with luka Doncic at my point guard position um 
like you said, probably a future point uh, MVP. Um, might be the best player in the world eventually um, as he gets better. Um, 33 points a uh, game. Just he's an amazing player and has a solid pick at uh, number three. Yeah, so I would take Joel Embiid, but um, um, I have Jokic, so I think I'm gonna take Jason Tatum, uh, small forward. Uh, he's averaging thirty point six points a game, four point five assists. Um, probably the best small forward in the league. Uh, so I think that's a good pick. Um, I'm gonna go Shea as my uh, shooting guard. He had a very uh he definitely blossomed um this year, um, turned into a great player. Um average thirty points per game. Um really uh pretty much him and Josh Giddy carried or he was a big is the star on OKC to get him in the play in. Um I definitely think Shea will get better and better as the years go on. I'm going to take Steph. I think this is the easy pick here. Uh, 29.4 points a game. Still an amazing, amazing uh, shooter. He always has been. Um, so, yeah, and it'll be, I think, what puts my team over the top right now is having Curry, the combination of his shooting with Jokic. Uh, Jokic's passing, I think, is a great duo. Um. It's between two people, but can I get Kevin Durant as small forward? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go Kevin Durant at uh, my small forward position. Um, one of the best uh, mid-range shooters of all time, if not the best. Um, yeah, he's just a great player um, in general. All right, so I have my power forward and my shooting guard left. You already took your shooting guard, so I'll go power forward. Uh, and I'm going to take LeBron, averaging 30 points per game at 38 years old, uh, led his team to the Western Conference Finals, where really it was only AD, and then some players like Austin Reeves had big games. Sometimes they didn't play that well. Uh, and AD sometimes didn't even play that well. So from them starting, I think they were like 2 and 10 maybe, to um, going to the Western Conference Finals is very impressive. Uh, and the reason they, the, probably the reason they did that is LeBron. So I'll take him at power forward. And lastly, for my last pick um, is the center position, and obviously I'm going to pick Joel Embiid. Um, MVP season, um, he did have a good season, but like in recent history, couldn't get it done in the playoffs, but still is an amazing player, um, at least in the regular season. Uh, scoring title. Um, yeah, but uh, I get the MVP, I think. Right, you have one more pick left, yeah. Yeah, I have my shooting guard, um, and it's really between two people. Uh, but I think it's I, I got to go with my guy Donovan Mitchell. He played awesome this year. Uh, reason why he's probably the biggest reason why the Cavs were, were where they were, averaging twenty seven point three points a game. Um, and obviously as a Cavs fan, I just love him. So I'll take Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard. Uh, so to recap, my team: a point guard, I got Steph. Shooting guard, I got Donovan Mitchell. Small forward, I got Jason Tatum. Power forward, I got LeBron. And then center, I got Jokic. All right, and for my team, at uh, point guard, I got Luka. Shooting guard, I got Shea. Uh, small forward, I got Kevin Durant. Power forward, I got Giannis. And center, I have Joel Embiid. 
I think it's safe to say. I think you won that draft. I mean, having Giannis, Luka, and Embiid all on the same team, those are three of the four best players in the league. So, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of them were on the first team. Uh, Shea was Embiid. Was, Lu- was Luka on first team? or? Yeah. Luka, yeah, I think and, was... yeah, I, I, I don't think the only person that wasn't was KD. And- Embiid wasn't on the first team either because they went by first. Okay, Jokic. They went two guards, two forwards, and a center, so they had Jokic. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I think I won this uh, draft, but yeah. uh, that's what happens when you get the first pick again at edge. Alright, now, now uh, we'll move on to our sec- second new uh, thing. Uh, it's basically two truths and a lie. What we'll do every time, we'll get like an NFL fact, MLB fact, and an NBA fact. Well, one of them's not a fact, but you get the point. Um, it's so uh, basically. It's it's pretty much yeah. two truths and a lie. Yeah. If, yeah, it's like I I'm gonna say three facts, and Jack's gonna try to find out um which which is the lie. Which one like isn't actually didn't like True, yeah. actually isn't a fact or like, something like that. Alright, I'll start. Uh, so my first one for the NFL is no receiver ever uh, had 2,000 yards in a season. Allen Iverson never made the NBA Finals. And in 1931 for in the MLB, uh, if there was a ball and it hit off, off the outfield grass and over the fence, it counted as a home run. So, um... I'm gonna go the uh, um, the two facts are the MLB and the NFL. And the one's not a fact is uh, uh, Allen Iverson. Or that is correct. Uh, in 1930 and 1931, uh, if a ball bounced off the outfield grass and went over. It actually was a home run. And Lou Gehrig actually hit quite a few home runs doing that. Uh, and no receiver ever caught for 2,000. Or, and, yeah, no receiver ever caught for 2,000 yards, like I said. Uh, Cooper Cup came close two years ago. He had 1,947 yards. Uh, and Calvin Johnson in 2012 had 1,964. And Allen Iverson did make the NBA Finals, I believe, in 2001 uh, against the LA Lakers. Where that's where he had that kind of step over over Toronto. All right, uh, for mine, I'll start off with football was invented in eighteen eighty two. The Air Jordan shoe were once banned in the NBA, and Jose Ramirez is six feet tall. Um, I know football was invented in the eighteen hundreds. Because that's like around the time college football was invented. Um, who uh for the NBA? What was the NBA one again? The Air Jordan shoe were once banned in the NBA. So I recently watched the Air movie, and if I remember right, that there was something. I don't think it was banned, but like they would get fined. Jordan would get fined if he wore them. So I don't know if it was banned. And then Jose being six feet, I know he's like, I think he's on the shorter side, but I think it's right around six feet. 
So I'm going to say the lie is Jose is six feet. That is correct. He's 5'9". I knew he was shorter than that. I knew it was either like, it was between 5'8 or 5'11". Yeah, um, 5'9". Um, yeah, I, I also watched the Air movie and The Last Dance, but I, I thought it was only um, a... Uh, uh, a fine, but I guess I think I remember him like well, he, in, he 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 only he had to wear Converse on right after the game. He took him off and stuff like that. No, I if I like in air, they've never really said anything about like people like not allowing to wear them. It's just that he would get fined to wear them. They didn't really say anything about after like when Jordan kept wearing them that they eventually banned them. They really just it really just talked about him like signing with Nike. So yeah. Yeah, and football was invented in 1882, um, makes it uh, pretty old, actually. It wasn't really an NFL, but it was more football, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. All right, uh, now we'll keep going with the podcast. Uh, now we'll um, talk about who should the 49ers start uh, this year. Obviously, Trey Lance, he got hurt in week one, I believe. So, it was some like it was early in the season, uh. But then eventually Brock Purdy came in. So really, the competition's between them two. Uh. So if you were the coach of the Forty ers uh, who would you start? Um, I think I'm gonna. Uh, that's a, it's it's really tough, but I think I'm gonna uh start. Um, Trey Lance to see just give him like maybe one one to three weeks. Um, but it really does. It's like really, a, it's a blow to uh, Brock Purdy because he really did well. Um, when he had to step up, and he carried him to the uh to the NFC Championship, which very impressive to the last pick in the draft. But I think you really have to see what Trey Lance can do. Um, and I actually I might uh switch that maybe um go until you are displeased with what you see. Or and if it gets injured again, uh, which would be unfortunate, obviously, because you you trade up for to the third pick to 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 get him, and you really haven't seen a lot out of him. So I I would I would start Trey Lance, see what he's got. If you don't like it, um, put in Brock Purdy and hope that he could um do what he did last year. Uh yeah, I think I agree with you. I think we they should start Trey. Uh, they traded up so much to get to number three to get Trey Lance. Um, so I think you gotta keep him. At least don't trade him. Like at least keep him. I'd start Trey and then, like you said, keep him in, see how he does, and then eventually bring in Purdy. Uh, and then maybe if you want to keep Trey, like it's hard to keep a young quarterback like that as your backup quarterback, because like they could go somewhere and like play for another team. So I think they would probably trade. Uh, they'd probably trade whoever doesn't do good. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, next, um, after trading for Aaron Rodgers, uh, a lot of people have been talking about the Jets, but what exactly are your expectations for the Jets after they got Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I think um, they're going to fight for the division. Uh crown but i i don't think i think buffalo will win it i think they're gonna get uh they're gonna get a wild card team 
and uh, I think they'll get like maybe ten and seven record, um, and make a wild card. It's gonna be a good division: Miami, Buffalo, and New England, and the Jets. Um, their especially their expectations are very high. Um, obviously now they got the missing piece. They got a quarterback, but I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think they're gonna be the best team in the AFC. Um, they're still gonna make the playoffs. I I think Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. Um, um, just not in Green Bay. It might it might be. It's definitely gonna be different for him. Um, but uh, I think they're they're still gonna do well. Maybe not as uh, as much as uh, a lot of people think. Um, but I, I see them getting into the wild card. All right. Uh, my expectations, I, I really don't get it. I mean, this is, it's a lot like a Broncos, situ- Broncos situation. Aaron Rodgers, just like Russell Wilson, they're both coming off probably their worst year. It probably, like probably their worst year as a starting quarterback. Uh, and now they come into a team that really only like everyone said that the Broncos all they needed was a QB and they got Russ and everyone's saying all the Jets did was a QB and they got Rodgers. And I think that the same thing could happen here. I mean, I think unlike Russ, I think Russ's weapons were better in Seattle than Denver. I think Ru- I think Rodgers' weapons are better uh, in New York with Brees Hall uh, and Garrett Wilson. So I don't think they're going to be as bad as the Broncos. I think they'll probably miss out on a wild card, though. I think they'll be very close, but I don't think they'll get in. I I just don't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is coming off probably his worst year, like I said. And he's getting a lot older. So who knows if he's going to get better. So I think, I think they probably – I think their expectations, though, uh, my expectation for him – like probably at best they go like you said ten and seven, uh, and like the, are the six seed. Uh, I think they could be as bad as six and eleven maybe. So, yeah. All right. Uh, now, uh, recently, or er, recently, uh, uh, Kyrie has been rumored to go to L.A. Uh, to team up with LeBron again. Uh, but even more recently, Kyrie. Uh, it's reported has been trying to get LeBron to come to Dallas to join him. So, what's more likely, LeBron to go to Dallas to join Kyrie, or Kyrie to go to LA to join LeBron? I, I think a, a main reason why Kyrie said something like this um, is because he didn't want people thinking like, "Is Kyrie going to go to somewhere else this year, or is he going to stay? Um, what, what's he going to do this off season?" Uh, so we wanted to put the spotlight on LeBron. So, so I think it could really go either way. Um, but Kyrie, Luca, and um, LeBron would be very scary. Um, tough to beat. Um, I I think I got to think what 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 the teams would give up. Uh, for LeBron or for for Kyrie, but more with but more with Kyrie, he's expected to become a free agent. So it'd be Dallas 
that I would have to give up a lot more to get LeBron than Kyrie going to LA where they could just sign him. Yeah, um, but exactly that. Pretty much what I was I was uh, trying to think, but like if they wait, they could sign him, like you said. Yeah, but Dallas, if it's true, they're definitely eager and want to get LeBron, and then they could sign Kyrie for one or two years. Because um, if 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 Dallas does get LeBron, Kyrie will want to stay. And they could they could sign him for one or two years, and and it should be good. And maybe Luca could finally um, get to a finals and maybe even win one. Um, so yeah, I think LeBron Dallas is um, what I think Dallas is more after LeBron than LA after Kyrie to, to trade. Uh, before I start, we have breaking news: Josh Allen is going to be the cover athlete. Uh, for Madden. I think he has been rumored a lot more than anyone else, so I think it really didn't come as a surprise. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think it is more likely Kyrie goes to L.A. because I don't think Dallas... I feel like L.A.'s going to want a lot for LeBron. Uh, so I think it's more likely that uh, the Lakers sign Kyrie. Uh, but... Uh, Another scary trio would be Kyrie, LeBron, and AD. I think that'd be just as scary as Luka, Kyrie, and LeBron. Obviously, Luka's better than AD, but I feel like those three uh, could be just as good as um, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, LeBron, and Luka. So I think it's more likely Kyrie goes to LA, but, you know, LeBron has pulled stuff like this before, so we'll see. Uh, and then next, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been a free agent for probably around a week now. Uh, so, who do you think will sign D-Hop? I think it's either the Chiefs or the Patriots, really. Um, Chiefs, they don't have a, a big star as wide receiver. And the Patriots, they don't have really um, a good, a big name. I think their best is Juju, which isn't that good. Um, I think, obviously, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes would be uh, terrifying for, for the defense. That that duo, and then they have Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco. That's just a an amazing offense. Um, but I think um, I don't know if he's gonna want to go to the uh, New England. I think he would want to go to Kansas City if they offer him a, a a pretty good deal. I think he'd definitely go there. Um, I would be with a two time MVP Patrick Mahomes. Um, time Super Bowl uh, MVP and Super Bowl champion. It would just be it would be an amazing uh, duo and I think it would be fun for D-Hop. He could maybe uh, get a ring that he well that is well deserved for him and uh, make a Super Bowl appearance and I think if he does um, go there I think he would play. Uh, he would show out and and um, maybe go back to his um Houston days and play and play how how he used to. We just yeah. I think if he if he wants to, do, I think if he wants to do good or the best, he he should go to Kansas City. Oh uh, yeah, I think he's going to Cleveland. Um, I think he wants to team up with Deshaun. The thing is, if we played in a bigger market right now, like L.A. or Dallas, 
I think he would have signed already, especially if Deshaun was there. He would have signed already. It's just he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. Um, so I think there's I think he's either gonna there's a very good chance I saw that he's either going to Cleveland or New England. So if those are really the only two options, I think it comes down to who's gonna offer more money. Because uh, I think Cleveland, I think we're better on paper than the Patriots. Um, but the Browns are known for having a good roster and not performing. Uh, so I feel like they'll do about the same, maybe like get close to a wild card, maybe get in, maybe not. Uh, so I feel like they'll have similar success with D-Hop. But I think the Browns will have a little more. Uh, so I feel like this will go on for a little bit. He'll eventually, no good teams will offer, so I think he'll eventually end up signing with the Browns and make them a good team. So, yeah, I'll say he's coming to Cleveland. All right. Now for our last topic, uh, before we go to Would You Rather Wednesday, uh, which we'll continue doing, um, is Dalvin Cook, uh, who has been rumored for a long time now, up in, like, like to, like, draft season to now. Um, he could get, he's rumored to get traded. He's rumored that he wants to get cut if he doesn't get traded. Uh, so just where do you think Dalvin Cook will play next year? I, I mean, I think the two main options. I think the big, the big, um, the big, uh, the thing is, I think he wants to go. The rumor is like he wants to go to Miami. I'm pretty sure. Um, but if he doesn't go there, I think he, I think he's gonna stay in in Minnesota. Um, but if 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 Miami does get Dalvin Cook, um, to uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek. And Dalvin Cook, that that's that's a scary offense. Um, very electric. Um, a lot of fast people on that team, and, and then they have Raheem Mostert. Or Mostert if if um, Dalvin gets hurt, um, or he could just um, they could either if they if they trade for him, they could um, give him Raheem Mostert um, as part of their package. Um, the Dolphins have a lot of running backs. So. Yeah, it's. So, and they don't really have like a a set like really good one, a star or, um, or like, but Dalvin Cook he has like three years, it's two or three years left in him. But I don't know how much their uh, Miami is willing to give him because he gets injured um uh, frequently. But if so, if uh no team trades for him, and if he wants to get cut, um really, a team that is in need for a running back should should pick him up, but I think he's either going to go to Miami or stay in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to stay in Minnesota. I I just don't see the Vikings wanting to get rid of him, uh, and I, I think um they'll end up maybe paying him more. Uh, so yeah, I don't think he's going to move out of Minnesota. All right, now to end off the episode, um. We're going to continue doing, like, our daily thing, like, Throwback Thursday, Would You Rather Wednesday, uh, Top 5 Tuesday. Um, I don't think we figured out what we're going to do for Monday yet. Uh, Friday, we said we were going to do, I can't remember what it's called, but we have something for Friday. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll start for Would You Rather Wednesday. Um, I'll say my NFL question. Evan will say his NFL question. Then we'll go to MLB and then NBA. So I'll start uh, NFL. 
Would you rather have Anthony Richardson as your QB of the future or Bryce Young as your QB of the future? Um, I'm going to go Anthony Richardson. I think he has a bigger ceiling than Bryce Young. Um, um, but they're both really good quarterbacks. Um, but like I said, Anthony Richardson, I'm pretty sure he's like 20 years old. I'm not sh- entirely sure about that. He's young. Um, I think he's – I'm pretty sure he's younger than um, – than – Bryce Young, and I think he has, I think Richardson has the, I think he could have a better career than, um, than Bryce Young, he's, uh, he's taller, I'm pretty sure, and um, I, I just think he, he's going to turn out to be a better player. All right, now for mine, would you rather, for uh, NFL, would you rather have George Kittle or Mark Andrews? Um. I think, I think when healthy, I think Kittle's the better player, uh, but he really never stays healthy. But there's times when Andrew's not healthy either, so I think I'll go with George Kittle. Um, I think his ha- he has a lot better hands, but they're both really good at catching. But I think I'd go Kittle. All right, now for my MLB one. Uh, I didn't do one with players here. I did. Would you rather be a Yankees fan or a Mets fan? Um, I think I would be, uh, rather be a Mets fan. I I think people are the fan. The Yankees fans are more hated, and um, I don't think the Mets fans are as toxic as the Yankees. Um, the Mets they have a lot of star star players on their team. Uh, Yankees do as well, but I think um. Right now, I'm pretty sure the Mets are doing better, but I'm not. I'm not, not entirely sure about that. Um, and for my, would you rather? Would you rather have Shohei or Aaron Judge to to build around your team? Oh, Shohei for sure. I think he's the best player in the league by a mile. I don't think it's close. I mean, he can pitch and he can hit, I mean, and he can do do both at an elite level. So yeah, I go Shohei a hundred percent, and Shohei's. A lot younger than Aaron Judges. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I'd go Shohei. Uh, all right, now for my NBA one. Uh, would So, if you were, like, an NBA player, would you rather have Allen Iverson's, like, legacy, like, no rings, however many All-Stars he had in that, or Carl Malone's, no rings, however many All-Stars, like, stuff like that? Like, who's... Whose like accolades would you rather have if you were an NBA player? Well, um, I think um, Allen Iverson's more famous with his iconic crossover, and he's more well known. Um, but um, Carmelo did uh, really dominate the um, the nineties. In the late mid mid to late eighties, um, um, that's that's tough, but I think I would rather, um, I would rather go with um, Allen Iverson just because, um, his 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 staple, which is the crossover, which it's um very popular, um, pretty much it's it's kind of monumental or. 
it's a it's I, I don't know how to say it. It's like um it's a big thing in the NBA, I guess, history. Iconic. Change yeah, the iconic, yeah. It's kinda it's like yeah, like you said, it changed the game. Um yeah, yeah I'd I'd go with um Allen Iverson. And for my last one, would you rather have Jokic or Giannis on your team? To like build around and have for the future? Yeah. Um like I feel like they're both really good fits in their team. So it's kinda but if I'm like just starting a team, I'd probably go with Giannis. Uh eh, well. Actually, I'm going to go with Jokic because I feel like he can really do it all. Like, if you want him to be a passing center to kick it outside, he can do that. If you want to, like, put him in the post, like, try to get him to score, he can do that. So I think I'm going to go with Jokic. But it's really close. Yeah, I'd probably go with Jokic. Well, all right, that ends um, our first daily podcast of uh, this summer. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed. We 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 do very much enjoy getting back to to this. We we like making them. Um. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoy it. And as always, I'm Evan Swarski. And I'm Jack Varsky. And we'll see you next time. Peace.